and welcome to your favorite day show, whatever, of the week. It's uh, Tuesday night. It's Ian After Dark. Under the Radar, part of the Athletic Fantasy Baseball Podcast. How are things going? It's more grapefruit than vodka, I have to admit. <sighs> just at this point, because I had a drink outside with the better half, yeah. And so at this point, I was just like, you know what? I have some extra grapefruit juice. I'm jiving on it. I'm really enjoying it. I'm just going to make myself a nice grapefruit with a splash. Uh, fresh grapefruits? Yes, sir. Only way to do it, It's right? got the ice. Yeah. It's got the ice. <laughs> it's special ice? No, it's just ice. But it's a nice glass. It's got a little ting. I like that. I like it, too. Uh, so that's Ian Khan, as you know. And then I run down. What's going on, fellas? Uh, not much. What's up, DVR? How you feeling, bro? How you feeling? How's the, how are the Padres doing? How is our bets doing? How are our bets doing? Who, who's winning? Is it Nanda? How, how are the bets doing? I had, I think, one good week and then one bad week since we last spoke. And there's mm-hmm. one more that's probably happening either late tonight or early tomorrow. So... It's changing every day because it's close, right? That's why we made it. The Chicago White Sox are 72 and 60. They've gone 5 and 5 in their last 10. The Arizona Diamondbacks are 75 and 57. They've gone 6 and 4 in their last 10. The San Diego Padres are 71 and 62. They've gone 5 and 5. Both the Diamondbacks and the Padres are on a three game winning streak, though. And the White Sox are on a two game winning streak. White Sox are on a two game winning streak. That's called two games in a row. It's true. <laughs> One more, and that's called a winning streak. Fair enough. Um, but the uh, the Diamondbacks are up on the pot on the White Sox by what is that? Three, three games. Let's say. Three, three games. Four, yeah, three games. Yeah, three games. No, straight three, straight three. And you're up on the uh, Padres by that's three and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. That's four and a half. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm right. cheating. I'm looking at the wild card standings. Yeah, that'd do. I it. didn't have to do any math. I do it, but you both are set for the playoffs, and I so far. You guys are oh, actually the quite Jinx, set for the, the playoffs. Good old Ian Jinx. No, but you're set. I mean, I guess the Nationals could come back. That's a good team. So good. The, the Phillies. Phillies are the Phillies are streaking. I mean, you know, they've also won three. Yeah, look at that. That's good. It's going to be fun. I will be cheering for both of you in the playoffs if I do not make it. I am. I, I appear to be in a tougher league because the White Sox are six games out of the wild card, and five games out of the division not impossible just brought up andrew vaughn had a good week very exciting um but not likely you know it sucks the rays so the rays are 85 and 48 i was looking at the wild card standings and the yankees are are part of the wild card standings they're three and Mm -hmm. a half out you're six out twins are six out uh the rays who daniel barbarisi is running um went for it got joey gallo like trade away wanda franco like made these big big trades and then Joey Gallo got hurt, but they're still the best team in baseball, according to this. Yeah, but, and they lost Wander Franco, and they lost Wander Franco forever. So right. uh, that's a really good trade for our friend Mike Palucci in uh, in Texas because the Rangers the Rangers did well with that trade. And you know what Palucci did? Which yeah, but was if really the Rays win a World Series, isn't that what it's all about? Yeah, all right. But he traded Gallo. He got Gallo, who's out for the year. Well, you didn't for know sure, Gallo's like going to be out for in, a, in another sim. No, I understand. Hundred sims. He's you know leading the Rays to. They might be ninety and forty three by. Then. He's yeah, but he's out. He's out for the season, so he's not going to help this year. And want, and maybe next year he'll he'll be as dominant. But Wander Franco is uh, is a eighty eighty player. You know, all right, let's, I, let's, he's what's the he's a seventy five like potential and. 80 potential and 75 now, and he's in AAA. It's it's a ridiculous thing. He's hitting like 400 or something. Oh, yeah. Look at that. All right. Well, he must yeah. be facing uh, Tacoma a bunch. 
<laughs> I don't know, but I mean, four sixteen. He's hitting four sixteen with seven home runs, twenty steals. He yeah, he's well, actually he's a forty five eighty. I'm sorry, so he's not an eighty yet, but. We're talking about full control. He's got a contact up to 80, avoid K's up to 80, gap power 70, strong in the field, good speed. I mean, come on, man. He's a he's a ridiculous uh, player, and the Rangers will build their team around them. So it's good that we're going to continue going, moving forward with the league, which makes me happy. Meanwhile, the Rays rotation is Charlie Morton, Brendan McKay, Tyler yeah. Glass now, Blake Snell, Corey Kluber. Yeah, that's really, right? really, really good. They got Jay I'm Bruce lo- hitting cleanup at DH. Nah, that's not great. But that was a last-second trade he made at the deadline. He, like, loaded his team up so he wouldn't, if he ran into any injury issues, which was smart to do. Yeah. I've lost Dylan Cease for the season. I've lost Lucas Giolito for the season. I'm whining and moaning like a like a nine-year-old. Well, I lost I lost both of my Martes for a little while. They just So, uh, a little bit of Nando Diaries here. Uh, I forgot that we sim on Saturday. For some reason, I had it in my head that we simmed on Sundays. And I didn't download my file and make the changes and re-upload. So I actually lost a week of Starling Marte and Healthy Kettle Marte uh, because sucks. I kind of forgot. But, you know, it's the weekend. Got a lot going on. No. <laughs> well, I hope you lose your bet now. I hope I hope that uh, I hope you, you're in set. That's a terrible play. Could you believe you that gotta, if I lose the bet because I forgot that we simmed on Saturdays instead of Saturdays? I would love that. That would be such great content. DVR, have there been any interesting stories in OOTP at all? Yeah, any emails? Did you get any emails? I got a private message, an email from Trevor Bauer. Uh, he wrote, Mr. Van Riper, I'd like to stay in San Diego after my contract runs sure. out. The, the Padres have a great organization and great fans. It is a great place for my family, too. I want to continue to be a part of this team if you're willing to work with me. Would you prepare an offer? We'll take it from there. Trevor Bauer, which actually is probably the nicest email I've received. Yeah, you like that. You're such a sucker for that. Yeah, that really isn't is. Trevor Bauer the guy that his podcast partner on Raids and Barrels just kind of gave him? Like, it's like, here, you can have this. Wasn't that him? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm the pretty sure. I mean, you know, you know, kind of what did Eno give you in that deal, Derek? I mean, what did you give Eno, I should say? Not Adrian Morgejon. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I remember Morgeon. it was like, you know, you took on a little salary, but but what did you give in that deal? Uh, it was Cal Quantrill and, mm-hmm. let's see, Javi Guerra, the former shortstop prospect, who's now a really interesting reliever. <laughs> and there's a third player, I think, involved, well, too. I'm looking at Chad Quantrill. You're about to get out of this just with Chad. Everyone's about to get out of this just with Chad Quantrill. What is Quantrill? What does he look like in this? A tri- yeah. triple A probably, right? Did you 40, put him in double A to 45 a- current, 50 potential maybe? I, I think oh, really? he's bounced around yeah. a little bit. Hold on. Hey, by the way, while he's yeah. looking this up, uh, just, just a yeah. quick request from your friends here at Under the Radar. Uh, a good friend, Chris Meany. Uh, you know, a lot of people, when, when they get let go by companies and stuff, all the, the, the people come out and tweet like, hey, he's great, hire him. And it seems kind of weird to me. Like, I know, like, everyone's trying to help, but, like, I, I think it's more constructive. Everyone listen to the show, if you're not already, just go give Chris Meany a follow on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you know, that helps when, when companies look and they're trying to hire someone. The Twitter follower number actually comes into play a lot more often than it should. Um, but, you know, even a couple extra people following Chris Meany might get him up to a number where someone might look at him and be like, oh, this guy's good. So, and it, we're, do, we're doing you a favor. My experience with Chris was that he was a, a really good guy and a very sharp trader. You know, I'm always looking for the, the little opening here, a little opening there. 
Nope. No, yeah. sir. Brave no, sir. Brave zone. Yep. Chris Meany. Very good. Very, very strong owner. So, you know, Not if you get a shot, if you're on Twitter, just go look Chris Meany. Give him a follow. Yeah, Say hey. Especially football, right? Football is like his – DVR, is that right? Football? He's, a, he's a crazy hockey guy. Yeah. They hosted our hockey show, produced our basketball show at the end of the season. Uh, awesome worker. Just awesome guy all around. I was really, really bummed to see him go. But I think he rated Fantasy Pro's DFS football. I think he was like a top five or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's like he's a four-sport guy. Nice Canadian boy. Uh, so anyway, just give it a follow. You don't have to hire him. Just follow him. You know? You'll get some good stuff out of him. And wherever he goes, you'll be pleased. Can I ask you a question, DVR? Yeah. Sidebar question. Do you want Aaron Bummer in a trade in the offseason? <laughs> sure. Okay. I just, you know. Is there an offseason? It seems like there's a little, there, there's a little chatter in the uh, OOT. It's an offseason. Yes, man. Yes. We're, we move forward. Right. You have Yolbert, not Yolmer. By the way, Nando, you got to give you away a didn't... code. What? Oh yeah, we are going to give away a code. Uh, you did not. Um, you did not correct the trade in the Slack. What's going on, man? Oh, was I supposed to do that? Yeah, you kind of got to do that. Oh, you tell You're me the something. Post the trade. <laughs> who cares? No, you can't Slack it now. My players came through, right? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's true. I guess. But uh, Yolbert, okay, you know, what? I'll do it now live on air. I love it. Well, you I pick love, a... Why don't you it. go ahead and tell you what? Pick a winner. Uh... You can send them the, the code, uh, and then after you pick the winner, DVR can read one of the emails because we got some listener emails. I, 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 DVR has got to be the – he's the, the glue, the bread of the sandwich. I am not picking the email. That is a DVR gig, isn't it, DVR? You got, do you have that info for us? I have to gather all of the tweets and emails and hit the random button to actually choose the winner. Okay. Right, should we do that off air? Yeah, Stay we'll tuned tomorrow at noon when DVR announces the winner on Twitter. On Chris Meany's Twitter. Fair enough. Sorry yeah. about that. That kind of blows, but that's the way we'll do it. That sounds that sounds good. Otherwise, right. we're going to spend. Yeah. Let's hit one of those emails then. How about this one? Because I, I think it includes some movie recommendations and also a really interesting topic that we can launch into. Oh. E- emails from Andy. And uh, he says he recently filled out MLB's The Vault Challenge, where you choose a player who you think will lead the league in specific oh. categories, so hits, homers, wins, strikeouts, uh, all-star game appearances, Cy Youngs, MVPs, uh, over the course of the next decade, so from this year, 2020, through 2029. Wow. So he's wondering who our picks would be, and we could maybe you know put some dynasty spins on that as well. Or not, because it's our show. As Which is kind of, I'm just saying. <laughs> it is kind of. I was going to tease him on the yo at the top just to tease, but no, that was very sweet. It's or not LOL. I like a I like a okay. good LOL. James Anderson. You guys? No. That's like a reverse James Anderson. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a reverse James Anderson. You gotta say James Anderson after you get if you, after you leave your phone on. Um No, it's very sweet. I, I like an LOL. That's what I was saying. I'm like I I'm a fan of an LOL. Like you'd think that people would be tired of it. I'm never tired of it. I was like, oh yeah, it's great. LOL. It just makes you feel good to see it, to write it. It's fun. When- when that first came out, I thought it was uh, lots of love, um, and not sure. laughing out loud. And there was there was a when did that thread, come out? I don't know, nineteen ninety nine. Is it nineteen? No, I don't know. It's got to be two. That, that's an AOL Instant Messenger. That goes back. That goes that goes back to like nineteen ninety seven at least. Get out! Are you serious? LOL, nineteen ninety seven. I stand corrected. I said corrected. I'm gonna look that up. Will you guys answer that question? Back when I was tearing up the Sports Illustrated for Kids salary cap fantasy baseball game in middle school. and What? 
trying to chat people up online. Yeah. DVR did a lot of age sex chicks. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. It doesn't sound like DVR's personality, but it did sound like that, didn't it? Yeah. Chat people up. Chat people up online. Long skater hair and a pierced lip. You got to remember, this is this is a time I was afraid to talk to girls in person, so I had to try and, and instant message them. That was, Again, in my mind, that was is, the way to go. Please. My son is 11. You know, him talking to girls, like, it's. I just don't see how it's going to happen in the next two years, like, successfully. It's going to take some time. Puberty's a... Did you tell him get him on the phone? It's <laughs> actually good advice. That's perfect advice for the yeah. situation. Just do not get on the computer. Get on the phone. Come on, man. That's the best. That's the second best. That's my second best laugh of the pandemic, right there. Still is a lot, a lot more polite than who was it, Ken Giles? Than Ken Giles. That guy. Well, there's there's some more OTP drama that we'll get to. Yeah, you got it. Can you tell about? Yeah, all right. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, We do. We do. We owe an answer to Andy. He hashtagged Yulbert. Does that actually qualify him for uh, the drawing? All right, cool. He's in the drawing. Yeah, and he recommended Warrior, Pulp Fiction, and Free Solo as three films for me. Yeah, I I probably should watch two of those three. But you have seen Pulp Fiction, yes? I have not. Wow. Okay. You spend too much time online. I don't know. What did you guys think I was doing in the 90s? Yeah, I was trying yeah. to talk to girls on the internet back when I was in middle school. Like That was my goal. I, I, I was so frustrated with you guys about this midnight run business. So this is what we're going to do, and we have to do it, okay? I am going to buy midnight run on Amazon Prime, and then we are going to have a Zoom watch party together, the three of us, and we're going to watch this movie together. That's what I would like to do. It has to be like kind of late on like Saturday or Sunday. Good. I can do that on an upcoming Saturday or Sunday. I don't All know right. if I can do it this weekend, but I'm in. That's fine. Nando, good? I think I should be able to. Uh, I don't have a very busy social calendar. Fantastic. <laughs> I also did get the signed baseball card. Okay. Oh, today. <laughs> came today. Uh, it's for you, Nando. What a guy. I know. It's for you. Just hold it. We'll hold it. As it so I am. we we'll hold it. We'll forever be together. Yeah, well, we already are. But yes, I agreed. All right, so this is this. Well, we can we answer. think about we, we this question answer. for? No, nah, man, I'm not answering this question right now. It's too it's too much in depth. I have to like research this. 20, 2020, 2029, I could give glib answers, but they'd just be glib. I'd rather come back to it next week and give Andy actual answers. Is that you good? Promise. Yeah, yeah. For twenty 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 nine, you got to dig deep. Uh, almost. Too it's a really good level. question. Yeah. All star games. I don't think the all star games matters. I mean. I, but, but I mean, I guess I guess you could put it in there, All Star Games. But that would be like tied for three get with three or four guys. Yeah, it's a fun it's a fun conversation. I'm looking forward to it. Hits, hits is good. I like that. Yeah, you know, it's health. Health is a big thing on this. Like, who's going to stay healthy for a full season? For like ten full seasons? No, I think Isn't he's it? saying each individual year. No, like, so the 2021 saying... hits leader, the 2022 hits leader, 2023. Hell no, we're not leader. doing that. It, not it's not specific that. years. It's just leading the league in. One of those years, like any of those years. Yeah. Mm, okay, hold on. Yeah, so if there's a guy who you think, like Pete Alonso, could lead the league in home runs in 2022, 2024, 2025. Okay, I'm really excited. DH. I'm often wrong in life. Um, I'm really excited because I'm pretty sure I'm right on this, that that's not what it's saying. Right, that what, what it's saying right, what. is, no, 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 let me there's explain. to find out. It's not like he made this. It's MLB's The Vault Challenge. You hear that typing? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> okay, so what I think it is is twenty. It's cumulative. That's why it's a dynasty issue. Is twenty twenty through twenty twenty nine? 
it's those nine years or ten years. The object Whoa. is like the Major League Baseball players, MLB clubs. You think will lead the decade in nine categories? Yes, that's what. Oh, I, Ian, the whole decade. That's why it can't be answered tonight. That's why I got to do right. some research on it. Yeah, that's different. That's not as much fun. Uh, so it, it, you know, I'll like, take this one. It gives you about forty players on the list, and you can write huh. in anybody you want. Which, wow, this is this is interesting. And there's a, a prize. There's a competition to win a million dollars, which probably means you did something impossible. Like, I, I would imagine they're not really designing a game where they're going to give that away. Well, no, well, they, they, they're not going to pay it off for ten years. So they just got to put like. You know what? I don't know the math, but you put two hundred in, and then you just let it accrue, 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 and it'll be a million dollars in ten years. Well, I guess in ten years, you know, a million dollars will be worth about thirty-two bucks. So that's nah. No, no, it's, they, they won't pay the Not million. You never. It's this is the sweepstakes that they have insurance for. You got to get thirty-six points, which is nine points for each one of these. Oh, so if you, you don't pick the exact winner right? in all nine of these, oh. you don't win. It's like the perfect bracket. Oh, I got it. All right. It's not you know, so like they don't have to award the grand prize uh, if someone doesn't get all of them right. I like that. I Which actually no like No one's going to get right. So they're doing this to steal my email and yeah. to stimulate my mind? DVR, like MLB doesn't have your email already. MLB has your email from 16 different directions. Yeah. <laughs> they've probably bought everything in the Milwaukee Brewers. They've got, they've, 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 they've got, got every, my screen name from 7th grade, too. They've got gmail.com. They've got rotowire.com. They've got theathletic.com. They've got all your comms. Your hotmail. They got your oh, hotmail. Yeah. Looking for girls with a Z at hotmail.com. <laughs> Get them on the phone. 18 at gmail.com. <laughs> the- <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Do we do the next email? So we'll, we'll, we'll be back next week with our vault answer. Yeah, this is great. Okay. So I'm, I'm just still reading the rules. I find this fascinating. What a good I mean, All right. At a certain point, you could be like $5 million. Because you're right. You're not going to know this until, you know. A decade well, from now. It's nice of them. They're just giving the money away to me. See what I did? Uh, so, yeah, okay. Anyway, I just uh, by the way, Ian wrote a rundown this. over text I did. message. Yeah. Um, well, you were, yeah. Uh, yeah. I well, I, well, I wrote, like, hey, guys, you know, I got, so we, we drove back to Jersey because we got, oh, got no. shots tomorrow. Uh, are you so going back have, up? Yeah, then we're going to go back up tomorrow. So we drove down Good. today. Good. You know, picked up our packages and stuff, uh, and then getting the baby shots and then driving back home. Back up, nice. For, away from, good. I don't even know. Swapping out some clothes, that kind of stuff. So, yep. Good I don't have any good Syracuse stories for you. Oh, Ian, we did finish Grant, uh, so it looks like Turn is on on deck. Nice. Yeah, Grant was really good. Hey man, I hear the guy was was really great in the role, and I'm. It's uh, getting some good reviews. Next Monday, this is kind of cool, and I'm going to promote it here if it's all right, gents. Um, next Monday, if you are a Mount Vernon like giver right like you give a decent amount to mount vernon like one of their special givers and they're i'm doing like a one hour um thing for their donors uh talking about my experience of playing general washington which is kind of cool because i had reached out to the executive director at mount vernon i was like hey do you need my help is there anything i can do that's all i said is kind of thing i do and he came back he was like yes you will be doing this on this day if you will say yes and i was (laughs) like yes i will say yes and then there are people who no, not quite, but almost. Like this is like almost the place where I could bring. It. Actually, I could bring. I'm not gonna put the thing on, but um, 
but but I did have some people who were like really big turn fans, like this guy who I was working with today, and he was like, I want to go. I was like, well, you know, I can see if I can get you a free thing. He's like, no, I'm just going to donate enough that I get to go. And I was like, oh, oh, that's probably good because that's the whole point is that we're trying to raise money for Mount Vernon. So if anybody wants to do that, just reach out to Mount Vernon and there is information. I, I, the, however many of our listeners there are, there's point zero 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 one percent of you who might be interested. And so I only said it for that for the sake of Mount Vernon. Everyone else, just go amongst your daily life. All right, good plug. Under the Radar, brought to you by Mount Vernon Historical Society. <laughs> Mount Vernon, man, that's the place is for real, though. Is it mtvernon.org? I don't know. Just put in Mount Vernon, George Washington, and it'll come up. And, but if you have never been there, it's remarkable. It's really amazing. It's like a really nice place to live. <laughs> I stayed there one night, not in the ma- in the mansion, but like they gave me a place in, their, in one of their cottages. And I woke up at like 4.30 in the morning and watched the sunrise of the Potomac. And I was like, dude, it's a good place to live. MountVernon.org. M-O-U-N-T Vernon.org. Love it. Lyle, love it. Anyway, all right, continuing on. So Ian wrote uh, basically a rundown. Because I'm like, hey, I think I sent you guys a text like at four, being like, eh, I don't really have much. And I think it's, you know, Ian, I think you kind of drew into this. You have some predictions about what's going to happen here with this. Um, I do. Which is way more, opti- which is typical Ian optimism. Uh, so why don't you take the floor because I don't think anything's going to happen and I'm kind of I'm becoming okay with that because football's starting and I really okay and I'm okay with know, that and if, and if nothing happens what it will say is that these are some dumb owners who don't understand they're going to hurt the value of their long term franchise to not. save a couple they're they not. will people said this in 94 if there's no baseball this year fine. no it wasn't and I'll tell you one thing in 1981 in 1980, I was the biggest baseball fan in the wide world. I was eight years old, and my life, I, every night I listened to the Yankees going to sleep. And in 1981, when there was no baseball, it broke my heart so much, I didn't love it as much. And then in 1994, I was done with baseball. It took for— You sound like a I guy who's care. done with baseball. No, no, I'm not. Because then the Yankees came back, and my dad, and we had tickets, and we, my dad and my brothers, and we went, and we had a number of years of that. But even then, I had lost the taste of baseball. I didn't really get the taste of baseball back till. 2010 honestly like i really like i was like ah screw you guys really the 96 98 yankees world series didn't do it for you no i went i I was there and i enjoyed it and it was a a great thrill but i wasn't i I wasn't going i wasn't watching baseball every day hell no i wasn't i was so i was pissed i remember buck showalter running out waving his hat in 1995 and opening day because my dad's company had tickets so we could go every once we could go and and I remember looking at him going, you're a schmuck, man. So whether it gets, whether it makes people dislike the players or dislike the owners, which is what makes me do is dislike the freaking owners for being power-hungry punks, not willing to see the forest for the freaking trees, because I don't believe they're that stupid as to let themselves just have people say, well, you know, football's around the corner, so it's all good. I believe that on July 12th of this year will be opening day of baseball. There will be 70 games. Before an extended playoffs. Do you ever see Ghostbusters 2? I know DVR hasn't. You just said it like like the lady at the top of the show. How do you know this, Ian? Well, this alien came and took me into a spaceship, which is decorated like a Howard Johnson's hotel room. Sorry, go ahead, man. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's just the way you said it just made me think of it. It's a very specific date. 
That's very best. Well, no, I actually looked it up. Like, I'm going to look up for the challenge for next week. I'll actually take a look and try to figure it out. July 12th, it's a Sunday. I think Sunday is probably the day that they should do opening day. People will be home. It'll be a big event. It'll be a big deal. And it's going to feel like a pennant race from day one because there'll be 70 games. And people will be grateful. It's like, man, I'm eating my own damn cooking so much over the course of the last three months that like if I could just order in more or life could get easier that way or I can order go to a freaking supermarket I, I I actually genuinely believe that that's how we're gonna feel about baseball is that we're gonna enjoy those 70 games so very much it's gonna it's gonna be really something we'll be grateful for and it'll Why? be more fun it's still 70 boring that's a lot man 70 games a lot yeah it's a lot well isn't that good don't we want more because the more games we have the more you know games we get no? less excitement i would think no 70 is is will be plenty of excitement and then the playoffs will be will feel like a real playoffs and you know what wbc has it's like a six game season before the playoffs start so the playoffs will be exciting uh it'll feel like a pennant race and here's here's my big theory or my big feeling is that we should absolutely redraft all leagues after rosters are announced Completely. Part of the reason is because one of the biggest, most fun parts about baseball is the fantasy baseball is the draft. So we should draft again once we understand that you know Blake Snell is not going to play and Mike Trout might not play. That changes everything, and you shouldn't be penalized for that for choices that you made in March. So I say st- they they come to a deal in the next three days. They'll start. A short spring training in like around June 18th and first game is on July 12th that counts 70 game season through September 27th DVR on a scale from 10 is uh, you're insane to zero like I guess sure why not uh, where are you on that <laughs> on Ian's whole uh, redraft philosophy uh, well no let's start with his predictions and then we'll get to the I mean the redraft philosophy I know is 10 but like what's uh, what's your thought on this July 12th 70 games Ian's enthusiastic about it. No, that actually kind of falls in line with what feels like the most likely outcome at this point. I mean, the 4th of July opener is off the table. There's not enough time to actually make that happen. The owners keep pushing for fewer and fewer games. The players are probably going to have to settle in that 60 to 70 range. It all kind of checks out for me. But I think there's something that Ian brought up about... the owner's not really acknowledging or realizing that they could actually hurt themselves long-term. I think it is possible. I know for people with that much money, they can gamble, and and it probably will end up being okay. But things are a little bit different in the year 2020 than they were in 1994. Number one, no internet, right? In 1994, we didn't have a million other things that we could go do just by turning on the TV or connecting to the internet. So... The entertainment options are off the charts. With the delay of the playoffs for the NHL and for NBA, with those two sports running their postseasons deep into the summer, that draws attention away. So there's like a direct alternative. That didn't happen when when baseball came back uh, last time from a stoppage. And there's no pandemic. I mean, people, I think, are, are going to handle this very differently because there is a lot of job loss. There are people who are taking pay cuts. There are people who are just not able to spend the time or the money on baseball the same way they would have been had the pandemic not hit. So I think you look at all those different factors, and I, I definitely see a few ways where this could backfire in the long run on the owners, even though it's still more likely than not 
that it won't because they just have that much money and that much control over everything. I think I'm going to watch MLS. Like, that MLS tournament sounds like World Cup fun, you know? Uh, a 70 game, and now I guess reading passing, the 89 is the latest proposal from the NLBPA. 89 games with full prorated share of salary and expanded playoffs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't know, man. It just sounds like it's a little boring to me. I really do think like this is like they're uh, football's going to divide my attention. DVR, like you said, man, like it's, I don't know if I care. I mean, I'll care for fantasy and I'll care for analysis and like, you know, all this, the, the stuff that we do, but I don't think I'm going to watch any games. I'm sorry. I know this has always been true, but isn't it just jarring to see how much more the people who follow baseball and write about baseball and talk about baseball how much we all love the game more than the people who own it and profit from it. Like that's, that just floors me. Like it's always been true, but to see that the gaps even wider than you ever realized is it's disheartening and frustrating. The guys who own the teams that, you know, it's like they, they have other businesses. You know what I mean? Like it's not like their main source of income is baseball owning. No, it's not like the old days where like the, the Washington bullets, what was that guy's name on the bullets? Uh, when, when, uh, he, he, this was like his job. It was his life. Was that team? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have that name. But uh, but it's not like that. I'll go ahead. Yeah, and Google right that for it. you. I'll I'll Google it. You, <laughs> you take over zero to ten. So you think you think from zero to ten. And by the way, you did it backwards. Ten should be that it's going to happen. And zero is like zero confidence in what I'm saying, or ten ten confidence in what I'm saying. It can't be the other way around. It doesn't make any sense. It's counterintuitive. Nobody knows what's going on over there. What are you doing? I like ten. Ian ten is Ian is super crazy, and zero is like he's not. <laughs> but it's yeah, but it's the other way. It's got to be. Like, no, it's well, crazy. It's crazy scale. It's not, okay. Fine. So on crazy scale, backwards scale, which got to confuse like most people, including me. I'm not that bright. Ten being Ian crazy, zero be and one should be it. One being Ian may be right. Where are you, Nando, on that? Uh, I think you might be right. I would put you on like a five. Nice. Okay, I'm good with that. Is Listen, I just Pollen, figured nobody. Is that who we're talking about? Yeah, that's who I meant. Thank Abe you. DVR, I want to just correct that now. <laughs> Is it Poland? <laughs> well, Abe Poland actually did a lot did a lot for Mount Vernon. <laughs> you are lying. Are you lying or are you telling no, the truth? No, I don't know. That was my DVR. I'm sorry. It would be very convenient <laughs> if you did. That's really good stuff. Uh, that's really good stuff. I think it's five. Like, I think it's... I think it's going to happen, but I think, like like I said, man, like they didn't learn any lesson because everyone came back to baseball, and it's more successful than ever. Look what happened with TV rights in the last 10 years, right? The values exploded. That's why all the major leagues are breaking in so much money. The regional sports networks and even the bigger networks like ESPN that signed on for those deals, they might not be getting the return they wanted. I mean, there's been a lot of kind of problems that have stemmed from the amount of money paid for those rights those sweetheart deals they might not come around again the nfl might be totally safe the nba might be totally safe but if major league baseball's popularity does take a hit that tv money they're getting now might not be there in the future because they're stupid they're stupid stupid. it's boring man the games are long and they don't let the players have fun you know people get hit you don't want to see people get hit in the head. No, no. You know what I mean? Like, there's God, stuff no. like you know they don't put, like look at look at the thing with the netting, right? Why won't you just say okay? With the first time someone gets hit in the head, first time a little kid gets hit in the head, why would not you say all right? You know, let's put up some netting across the entire stadium, 
and they don't. And like that should just tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, well, I've I've been a pretty big advocate about that. That's what I'm to, saying. To, like the fact that all yeah. of them didn't do it. Like they just they find new ways to make themselves look bad. And this is like this is so many layers of weirdness. Like they're squabbling about proratedness and shares and stuff. They're just getting people lost, and they're losing the, the whole thing in the message. So I mean, they could squabble about the number of games played, and they could squabble about the safety. But once you start getting into the money stuff and like the minutia of it, people just dial out, man. They don't care anymore. Yeah, that's where that's what they're highly in danger of doing, and that's why they got to get their spit together. See what I did there, DVR? No, I saved you having either. to go back and edit. You get your spit together, uh, Major League Baseball. Let's have some. Let's have some games. What's the next thing I put on this? Will uh, Will well, it I feel get the redraft. like a, this redraft thing? I, I, I yeah, think, please. I think we should, everyone should keep their teams. I mean, you had just as much of, like someone gets hurt, you got that much of a chance. You know what I mean? What do you think, DVR? Also, but also, it's probably good for like the industry. If like so, NFBC runs new, you know, you keep your teams, but now with this new set of rules, just you know, we'll run a few more drafts. It's a little more fun. The people probably have the money for it, and uh, it'd be nice for like the NFBC, who's you know might take a hit. Like th- those those things, yeah. I'd like. To, you know what I mean? Like maybe you're right because I'm not sure I want to give up my AL labor team. I kind of like it. That's it. Like we don't know what's going to happen. No one does. Like and there haven't been any fab runs or anything, so everyone's kind of on the same level. DVR, where are you at? DVR, where are you at? With this? I, I don't want to redo the leagues that have already been done. We were all dealing with the same terrible and imperfect information about what was going to happen back when we drafted those teams. I, I think Nando's on the right path. Like I had a few leagues that didn't draft yet, so those will just go on if we do get a season. And even though the ceiling for what I would pay for an entry fee has come down a lot, I still would add a couple of new teams to the mix just to try and play out this format and see how it goes. But um, it's it's just it's weird because I also think if you start redrafting leagues and then try to do the new leagues on top of that and people have more things they can actually go do because things are starting to open again, it's going to be difficult to make all of the, the schedules fit. Like right now, we all seem to still have an excess of downtime. So getting together for drafts is pretty easy. That probably won't be the case even two or three weeks from now. GDD, yo, GDD. We're going to draft GDD. You going to do it, Nando? Yeah, yeah. Not in person, uh, but I'm no, definitely in for GDD. With yeah, Dane, we'll do it. Blood Orange. With Hey, man, and DVR's got his own team. I've got my own team. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, man. I do enjoy baseball. I've been playing Stratomatic Baseball with my younger brother the last like week and a half, and it's been so great. Also, I... Had a great talk with, I'm going to talk about it on the air because he's an athletic guy, with Doug Landville this weekend, um, who is a former baseball player. And we were like geeking out together. I don't use that phrase, but people seem to use it and I just use it. So I guess I do use that phrase. I was geeking out with Doug Landville over uh, Stratomatic Baseball and his, because he's a huge Strato guy. And in 1999, he had a great card. He was a one double A. And like we were talking about the specifics of the card and how he got into a fight with the Strato guys, sort of saying like, come on now, because on the front side, he was a one, but on the back side, he was a two. And he was like moaning about it. It was fun. It's a good guy. I, I'm yeah, sorry. Was guy. this for a podcast or is this just you two talking on the phone? No, nah, it's just us talking on the phone. He was a fan of turn. <laughs> what kind he of wa- life do you lead, man? <laughs> hey, Doug. <laughs> Doug was a fan. Yes. Yeah, hey, Doug, absolutely. it's Ian. Let's talk Stratomatic. We did a podcast about that on Fantasy Baseball in 15 a couple weeks ago. Doug was a guest. Al and I were talking to him about Stratomatic and how he grew up playing that, and it's a it's a big part of his love for baseball. 
Yeah, and a big part of mine. So, like, just playing with my younger brother has been fantastic. And what we do, for those of you who play Strata, check this out. We did the AL West. I don't know why we did that, but we did. And we just picked player by player, right? And in the first round, I first, I forget, we must have flipped a coin or something, but I got the first pick in the first round. And we didn't do, like, a one, two, one pick, then two picks, then two picks. It was just one, 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 one. So I had the advantage in this first round. My first pick was Garrett Cole. His first pick was Justin Verlander because these were all based on last year's stats, right? And so having a pitcher like that is just so amazing. And then his Jordan Alvarez card is absurd. So I took Trout three, and then he took Bregman four, which I guess he was probably right that Bregman was the more unique character because he's got third base eligibility and with like stellar defensive rating and shortstop. I then took George Springer like a dumbass because Ramon Laureano is just a poor man's George Springer, leaving him Jordan Alvarez, who is a beast. He wins the first two games in like heartbreaking fashion, and then I just came back and won the next three. So I'm up three to two in a best six out of 11. And uh, it's super fun, man. It's like being a 12-year-old again. You talked to Joe Sheehan? I, I did his... I, I purchased his newsletter. He's a strat guy. But is he? You two get along. Yeah, I'll give I you his Joe. number. I like just Joe. randomly call him and start talking. Dude, I have Joe's number. Right. We, we have each other's <laughs> number. I, I have his newsletter. I'm a, I'm a fan. Joe's a good guy, man. Joe's a smart guy, too. Joe's a great guy. Yeah, he I is. Joe's a, yeah, he's a great guy. I should text you, him. You... All right, I'll text him no, I mean, after I the show. Him. But I should, wake I up his daughter. You, you should text him. Yeah, you text him and tell him that we were talking about him on the show. And then he should put a little plug in the newsletter. Well, we'll see. You know, I'll, do, I'll wait a couple of days to see if he'll shoot me a note and be like, hey, heard you, heard, heard you talking about me on the show. Because I listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then you get news. Like Tony Kornheiser apparently just gave me a shout out on a show. And I haven't been listening that much uh, to the show. And then a buddy of mine was like, yo, you got to call Tony. You, you got to call into the show. Because he's like saying, "Where's Ian? Where's Ian?" But he could just call me and find out. But but I will. I'm going to call into the show because that's Tony Kornheiser, who is. I tell you, I have I have good Tony Kornheiser stories. I can't remember if guy, that guy said that on air or off air and told us not to talk about it on air. Yeah, think, oh, look was, what I did. Was, <laughs> think, I think you told the Tony Kornheiser story on air. On air, I good. think yeah. so. Good. It's a good. I did the whole story today. I will tell you this: it's still a thrill when I listen to the Tony Kornheiser podcast, and it it's every other episode. I'm the voice of the opening of the Tony Kornheiser podcast, and I, I I do get a kick out of that. I, I must say, I must say, I do get a kick out of that. I do it as Washington. It's not Ian. That's pretty cool, oh, man. Anyway, you've created it's, this thing here now where DVR and I are afraid to respond to anything because we can't remember. If you told us on air or off air and swore us to secrecy, so, yeah. <laughs> there's a weird silence for a few seconds as we're trying to sort that out. Sorry about that, guys. No, it's fun though. It's fun though. It's it's uh, it was fun. It's good stuff. Okay, this is fun. This fun is fun having fun, the right? last with you. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right? Always fun. Every Wednesday night, Tuesday night. It's Tuesday. The show on Tuesday. It is that it is. Uh, you know what? If, uh, so tonight I can't drink because I'm driving early in the morning tomorrow. But nice next smart. week. Next week, I'll have something. I'll jingle jangle with you. Nice, right? DVR, what DVR? What kind of apple cider are you drinking this evening? I have a peach mango sparkling seltzer water. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, everyone just groaned along with peach you. Peach mango? No, it's okay. I kind of like a peach mango. What kind? What, what's the brand on that? This one's a Canada Dry. It's pretty good. Wow, Canada Dry. Yeah, nice. this sounds so mocking. No, no, I, no, really, no, no, really no, 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 I used to, no, 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 no
I was Although white I like a nice bread for 18 I, weeks on this show before Chibalta came out of the woodwork. <laughs> Are you serious? Were you white? <laughs> That's okay, wait, we got another email. We got... <laughs> DVR. That's like finding out. That's like finding out that like you like my younger brother again. Like I, he's like just brought up something like you know when you said that to me when I was nine and you were thirteen or well, I was nine and you were twelve. That was terrible what you said to me and I think about it all the time. And I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. I really do apologize. He's like, okay, I just wanted to get that off my chest. That's what just happened with us in DVR. Actually, I think it's me, but I did. I did. I was the Chibata transfer, was I not? In 18 weeks, it was like two. You fixed it. No, you you, you made it right, and uh, I appreciate that. Uh, actually, we got a, we got an email in the. You guys all got this email. Actually, this is another OOTP special, and I'm amazed this didn't happen to me because this sounds like something that would happen to Will Myers. Uh, but here's the story: Pirates third baseman Cabrian Hayes is locked in an ugly custody battle for his Chihuahua, and. Police were recently called to his house after he came home to discover it had been pet-napped. That's literally what this thing says. This report says pet-napped. Hayes and his ex-girlfriend have been trading increasingly insulting barbs through the media at one another since their breakup, and Hayes filed a police report and petitioned the court to order the pet be returned. It gets better. Here's a quote from his teammate, Gerard Dyson. Quote, she was always a bit of a loose cannon. But it is pretty surprising she would kidnap his pet. That's pretty low, even for her. Besides, she hated that thing. And so, <laughs> oh my god, they they save it. They save it there at the end because before that I was outraged. Not really outraged, but I was like, oh come on, guys. But, I mean, because I was like, also, Gerard Dyson wasn't even on the team last year, so how does he know? He was on the Diamondbacks. Don't you know any better? But then, what's the last line again, please, sir? That's pretty low, even for her. Besides, she hated that thing. That's... This is a real person in real life. <laughs> I know. That's that's what I, where I was going until we got to that great bit of comedy at the end. That's just comedy. It's, it is crappy. Can you imagine if, like... Cabrian Hayes does have a girlfriend, and like she finds That's out what I'm saying. this was, and then he's she's like, "What did you say?" Like I just didn't say anything, and they, like they end up breaking up. I mean, that's that zero to ten. That's a ten. That's that's that that's there's your ten for Ian Con crazy, but that's nuts. Wow. I thought the twist might have been he was talking about the dog. <sighs> that would have been I would have felt better about that. <laughs> that's a tough sh- that that's tough stuff, man. They they. They go out on a limb with the OTP. <sighs> we'll be announcing uh, the winner of the free OOTP tomorrow at noon, which is kind of good. Because otherwise, if like you're listening right now and you're waiting to see if you won and then you didn't win, like it's going to make the rest of the show stink. So at least this way, like look at it afterwards. You know what I'm saying? But thank you so much for we get a number of we have a number of contestants. Do we have any of the other movies? You know what? Tell you DVR? what. Tell you what. We're good guys, right? We love everybody. Let's give away two. Whoa. How about that, DVR? Hey, you have two? Awesome. I got two. I just I, I realized that yesterday. Damn. Whenever I went to look. We got two. We, Let's give away two. We got two. Let's we be guys. Two. Let's be guys, huh? The dudes. I tell you the what. Dudes. Second one's coming from Chris Meany. How about that? Right. Go That's follow cool. him on Twitter. Oh, no. Where's my file? Hold on. I got it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I found it. Okay, codes. <laughs> got it. We have two. 
We're good. Very good. Let's All right. It. It'll be it'll be very cool. And thank you again for the Olbert questions. Uh, and where else are we at, dude? We got K. We got out. an email from K. If you uh, DVR, you want to read that? I've been talking a lot. Well, well he wrote it to you one. specific. It says hi, Derek. So I'm assuming <laughs> he'd be. Well, wouldn't that mean? Wait a second. Wait a second. If it's hi, Derek, wouldn't it not be to Derek to read it because it's to him? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Ian, watch you do. You're, do it as Ulysses uh, S. Grant. I could do it. I could try to do it. I really. I was like Jonesing before to do the opening of the Tony Kornheiser show as Washington for everybody, so I could hear it, so you don't have to go listen to it. Um, so I'm going to do that, and then I'll go into the email. Ready? Sure. So this is what it sounds like on the Tony Kornheiser show, because it's a little thing where they do like a previously on the Tony Kornheiser show, and then it announces this is the beginning of the Tony Kornheiser show. So it goes like this: Previously on the Tony Kornheiser show, this is General George Washington, and you are listening. To the Tony Kornheiser Show. Hi, Derek. I just wanted to thank you for answering my question on the pod. It was so fun, and I listened to it about five times. And Nando's digs at Ian about you being on all those shows crack me up every time. Don't know what that means, but I'll go with it. I love Take Nando's it. idea to do, give Nando a little Dafina love. Yeah. I love Nando's idea to do a show about Sparp. And I also had a follow-up philosophical sort of question sort of related to the answers you guys all gave about who the best picks might be. When you're drafting for upside, what's the math in your head that you try to think about when you decide to pick a guy with breakout potential over a more sure thing? I feel like maybe my natural instinct is gambling too much and getting beaten by the boring sure thing. So it's basically oh, non we're, right? we're Okay, we're brothers. Yeah. Your brother, you, you should have read this. That is sort of what precipitated my original question about whether you thought the Rooks were worth drafting in a league with the funky rules like mine. E.g., if Wander has, I remember this, 10% chance of coming up. One way to look at it would be I have to weigh 10% of his lifetime value versus 100% of a guy like Sonny Gray. But it sounds like you think the chances of Gore and possibly even Wander is much higher or the potential lifetime value is so much higher that the Grand Slam is worth going for. Uh, ended with a preposition. I also like what Ian seemed to hint at that I don't get nothing if I come up empty. It's just the difference between that and the 13th guy who has to take his place. That feels easier to stomach. What do you guys think? Just sidebar about that expression, easier to stomach. I got no problem with it. Do you have an issue? Is there an issue with that? No, it's just that, you know, it's hard for me to stomach that. It's a real 20th century phrase. It's like a mid-20th century phrase. Oh, the simulation just came through. It's very exciting. Maybe over the next month, if we get a season here, you'll have time to inject some of your thoughts on these common issues players face into your conversations. Best K. You know, I resent that K did not mention LOL at all. <laughs> I'm wondering if, if easier to stomach is an expression that actually began when people try to swallow swords and things, you know? <laughs> like who said Could that be. first that's what I mean it's interesting I'm very nervous guys we have to answer the question I'm not going to open OOTP until uh, until we answer this question so where did DVR, you see that this was in? to you I get, I, where did you came in on my email just popped really? up on my email bro I'm not going to look because I just want to focus on the question DVR what is the answer to the question for you <sighs> so I I look at it more more like the opportunity cost path, right? Where he says it's the difference between that and the 13th guy who has to take his place. Like the, the gamble situation. And thinking back to that Wander Franco question, he had like two picks out of the first three and a player had to appear in the big leagues this season to be kept for next season, right? That was, yep, the, that was, it. That was the circumstance. So we were trying to say, okay, what are the odds that Wander comes up if they're about 10%? Is it worth gambling one of those two picks and you know being okay with just 
having nothing as far as a keeper goes if he doesn't come up. And I think because that league's not a massive league, and most leagues aren't like 20-plus team leagues, you're going to have someone, someone worth keeping in that spot. Obviously, the ceiling of Wander Franco is amazing. We've talked about that a lot, right? But I think because the 13th player in this case is like a top 150-ish overall sort of guy currently. Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, Kyle Schwarber type. Like, I'm willing to gamble in that spot. because, it, and Again, I'm, I'm hinging it on what happens if I get nothing. How, how bad is it? And the answer here is it's not that bad. So that's, that's how I look at a problem like that problem. I, I weigh the opportunity cost pretty heavily. I looked at the email. Good enough. Did you look at the email, Mother? Yeah. Okay, what the, the hell? Are you ki- you got to be kidding me with this. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm just going to listen. I'm not even going to open mine. I just want to. I want to feel. Oh, you both sound miserable. This is not bad for con. Go. What do you, DVR? Are you far? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll. I'll, I'll take I'm sorry, the, wait, do, do the air traffic that, control before we get into our stuff. Like, did we answer that? Okay, <sighs> I think. Yeah, we really did. Derek did a fantastic job. Neither right. one of us is going to add anything of substance beyond what's happening right now. Jamie is the man to to put out the simulation while we're actually on air. DVR sounds you said, more that miserable. Very fake and like you planned it actually. Now, no, I swear to God, you say it didn't. No, but it didn't. <laughs> what are the really chances? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but no, I'm just enthusiastic, excited, and I'm not looking at mine. I'm not even looking at mine uh, yet. So, DVR, you sound miserable. What happened? I had a, a one in five week, so week. that's not good. No, no. I, I caught the Dodgers four on the road against the Dodgers, uh, dropped three uh, of those, then lost uh, two at home to Seattle. So, uh, I'm going to go take oh. that out on Will Myers. I'm going to go blame him for that. Release him. Let's send him an email. He can't release him. He cannot release him. He owes him too much money for too long. Yeah. He's got two more years on his contract after this year. He's, he cannot release him. Nando, what happened to you? The Arizona Diamondbacks have lost Chris Archer for six months, and he was having a season with shoulder inflammation. Yeah, that's going to hurt. Chris Archer, 3.98 ERA, 1.28 whip, 9.3 K per nine. This format, that's really good. Any ERA under four is almost great. 162 strikeouts and 147 innings. All right, but how'd you do this week? What was your record? Uh, four and three. Okay. I got the Dodgers, actually. I got the Dodgers a couple times and then lost. Dropped one to the Marlins that I shouldn't have dropped. So Okay. Every time the Dodgers come around, uh, the bad things seem to happen. I'm going to start with the with my one loss, and then I'll look at the injury mess and see who like broke a toe getting into their swimming pool. This Jim is crushing. Clark, OOTP. One and one, one and one, two and one, two and two, two and three, three and three, four and three. Okay. Well, it looks like our bet, our bet's going well. Okay. I did not lose anybody of notice this week. Wait, where are we in the game? Andrew like- Vaughn with his first home run. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Aaron Bummer did get the save in my win against Tampa Bay. I, I faced. Oh, look at! I had a tough run here. I went four and three. I had one game against the Red Sox. I won that. Then I had three against the Astros. I went one and two. And then I had three against the Rays, and I went two and one. So I had an over 500 week in a week that I played six of my seven games against the Rays and the Astros. Not the bad. Did you guys know you could expand the rosters to 28? Yeah. I wonder how many people in the league didn't realize that. Yeah, I did. I saw it on my little tasks. 
Yeah, no, no. He, Jamie made it clear. DVR, you did it, right? Jamie, DVR, did you have any bad injuries? Mm, Eric Hosmer got hurt on the last sim, not on this one. Oh, by the way, we're in we're in September. Yeah, I'm at seventy. What is your record? What is your record, Nando? I don't know. Where do I see that? At the bottom of the sim, under all the games, your team currently has a record of minus oh, 76. 70, I'm and 79 and 60, trailing division leader by nine games. I am 76 and 63, trailing division leader by six games. And it's probably the freaking Royals. Who? Nah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we can't download the file yet to find out. No, we can't. And DVR, yeah. what is your record? 72 and 67, 16 back of the Dodgers. And how many back of the... But you're still in... You're you're probably still in position to unless the Nationals get hot or the Phillies get hot. Yeah, I'm still still right in the thick of things for the yeah second wild, wild card. card. You know who's yeah. on fire for me right now is Yusei Kikuchi. Is he now? Yeah, he was a, he had a three point nine eight ERA, uh, and then he the, one of my headlines is uh, Kikuchi pitches Arizona to shut out victory. So it must have nice. gotten better. You know, the guy who's carrying my pitching staff is one Gio Gonzalez. For real, oh, we shut out the Marlins. Yeah, you know what? I was looking at uh, CBS League. I just out of curiosity went and looked. Like, let me see who's most added because we. I mean, like, we still got to write fantasy baseball content for the we site. Get to write fantasy baseball content for the site, and it's tough. And so uh, maybe there'll be something interesting. Most added dropped. You know what people are doing while they're waiting around. And Gio Gonzalez is one of the most added players because of OOTP. They well, I mean, love him there. Possibly. He's related. <laughs> they're related. I'm looking at Gio Gonzalez. He's got a $7.5 million contract option, team option next year. I am picking that up on day one now. Wow. <laughs> For real. Really? I'm going to pick the yes, and I'm, I'm clearing 50, I'm going to clear $45 million in contracts going into next year with Kelvin Herrera, who's got a $10 million contract. Why? Edwin Encarnacion on an $11 million contract. Steve Ciszek's got a $7 million. These are all team options. I'm just not picking any of them up. James McCann is going to be the once $9.4 million next year. He's going bye-bye. I'm going to have so much money, and I am going to load Giolito up with a balloon contract in 2021 and then pay him less as time moves on. That's my plan. Cease and Giolito, both coming off major injuries, I'm going to load them up on seven, eight-year contracts. You know, it seems Watch. like the way that like people who have written about the, the other the the real baseball writers who were in our league, uh, who were recapping their their seasons, their teams. It seems like when they recap and they, they offer a player a contract, they come in uh, lower than they should. You know what I mean? It seems like a lot of people are getting deals with their players. Uh, at least from what I've read, I've read most of them. Um, but a lot of these extensions seem like you know I thought I would offer him you know eight years for a hundred million, and he took it. So. uh Good luck with that. It, it, you can get. I, I told you last week. I signed Andrew Vaughn to an eight-year, fifty-four million-dollar contract, and he hit a home run and to celebrate. He hit his first home run against Tyler Glass now, or in a game that Tyler Glass now lost. That Aaron Bummer got the save, who I will be trading in the offseason. to Derek Van Riper. <laughs> I'm excited about that. I don't know about this 2021 season, man. You're fine. It's Yul Bert, not Yul Mare. You can do it. I'm not worried about my team. My team is great and young, and they're going to be wonderful. I just <laughs> the owners. It's going to be interesting. No, we'll be fine. We got, uh, we got, we've got like 16 guys coming back. 16 guys and ladies coming back, and we'll fill in the rest with Jamie guys because that's where you guys found a really good. You know, Jamie's. You found him on an OTP like you know site, and he's really good, and he's got lots of really good players. And the league has a certain amount of 
or actually a tremendous amount of cachet from what he said. And guys are dying to get into the league. So there's plenty of guys for people who there's only three teams that did not engage this season. There's only three teams that really did not involve themselves. Everyone else had some level of uh, real interest. I know that because I spoke to them on the phone. I feel like we should bring. <laughs> I feel like we should bring back AL and NL presidents because Ian would be a very good AL president. I think. Well, you know, because like, we got the commission. I like him a lot, but I think like AL president Ian Khan. You just got that era. Hell no. I don't want to do that. I think it would be. Great. If anybody should be a commissioner of anything, it's always Derek Van Riper. He's the best commissioner in the game. Not close. Wish this was a video show right now. Why? What would you be doing? Just, sh- your- just shaking my head. Shaking your head, nodding your head, or, or shaking your head like no, just like no, no, no more commission. Uh, no, got it. Yeah, I've no. I've I've caught my limit for leagues to commission. It's true. Hey, can, that's why you got to do best we, balls, man. That's kind of true. Not a, not a, let me know when we're like in the wrap up session because I have a really funny group. It's about an hour. We don't have about an hour. I should throw a movie recommendation back at the people. I got several. I mentioned a few from that email. Please, yes, we should we should mention them. Please, I, I said I would give one recommendation back to everybody. I'm going to recommend. It happened one night. It's from 1934. It features Clark Gable and Claudette Colbert, and it was directed by Frank Capra. It's uh, all time right. classic. I love Frank Capra, man. I, two of my favorite movies in the wide world are Frank Capra films. Two of my favorites. Can you name them, Nando DeFino? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Is one. Uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Yes, you nailed it. Good for you, man. Yes. If you have not... Everyone's seen It's a Wonderful Life, right? Pretty much everyone in the world has. Uh, wait, wait for but the it, DVR to give him one second and then we See parts of it on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yes, exactly. I've seen. <laughs> I've not watched it start to finish, which again is another, oh. another embarrassing thing. Pulp Fiction is worse. Like at least Pulp Fiction is worse because if you like great films, Pulp Fiction is a real great film. I don't want to watch it right now, but it's a great movie, great experience. Um, but the other one is Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, which is not a perfect movie. It's not, but boy, that's that. That was a defining film for me when I saw it in my early twenties. I'm gonna give you forty to one odds if you want it. I'll take him. That DVR well, scene, Adam yet. Sandler remake, but not the original. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. That's Mr. Mr. Deeds, Deeds goes Mr. to town. Right. That's a totally yeah, different thing. But same that's thing. all right. Let's do the odds. Same thing. Same thing. More or less. DVR. Not only have I seen the new oh! Mr. Deeds, <laughs> I literally. So <laughs> I kid you not. I was going to bring this up earlier. Major league owners remind me of the rich people at the end of that movie. Remember, there's Are a you scene. Kidding? Sandler's standing up there. Adam Sandler standing up in front of this this meeting of shareholders, right? And he's trying to convince them not to sell his uncle's hotel company. And he asks them, what did you want to be when you were a kid? And they go around the room, and one guy said, I want to be a veterinarian. And Sandler asks him, what are you now? I want a chain of slaughterhouses. And he goes through the room, and there's a bunch of people, and they're, they're goofy, right? That group of people, that is the group of major league owners. That's who they are. So I'm glad you brought that movie up. because That's crazy. That's, that's- I was thinking about using that earlier. That's funny. Isn't that funny? If if you ever believe that things happen for a reason, that might give you the thought. How about that for an ending? I can't believe this is your second favorite show, man. After that? <laughs> after that bit of serendipity? I don't think it is. Well, Eno's pretty good, man. And look, Eno good. gave him Trevor Bauer for Cal Quantrill. Yeah, that's why they keep going. Come on, man. I'd love... I'd Please, that'd be my favorite show, too. And you were about it being Yolbert. 
I, was I thought it was Yolmer. I was confused by it. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was the wrong guy. Yeah, no, but he's still he's still annoyed. He's still trying to figure out how to get out of next year. I don't understand it. Damn, so not, great. Please. I love my team. I love my team. Don't mess with my White Sox. It's going to be a dangerous day when I walk into Yankee Stadium. The Chicago White Sox are playing the New York Yankees, and I find myself wearing a black and white hat. Time to wrap up. <laughs> that yep, time, time to let this one go. <laughs> For the man who squeezes his own grapefruits, Ian Cobb. I do, and I have the machine to prove it. For the guy who's not quite committed to the midnight run Zoom call, Derek Van River. I got one foot in. <laughs> I'm not a Fino. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully something has happened or moved or whatever because time is running out. And uh, we're actually in both the real season and OOTP. So stay tuned. We'll see you soon. Uh, thank you for playing with us. Goodbye. Later. <laughs>